Welcome to The Yarn, a podcast for the Australian wool industry. I'm Ellie Bigwood and today's yarn comes to you during a difficult time for all Australians. In light of recent stock losses around the country, I'm joined by Dr Jane Littlejohn, AWI's General Manager of Research and a qualified veterinarian. Jane, this is a truly awful time. It's horrific. Um, I can't think of... For farmers who are attached to the land and their stock, I can't think of anything worse apart from a war. This isn't your first experience of a bushfire, Jane. Your property near Port Macquarie of mid-north coast of New South Wales has been surrounded by fires for months. What have you done to prepare for this bushfire season and previous years? We just evacuated our cattle. They're on the floodplain now and we don't have to worry about them. So I, I truly have... I have no real understanding or no real appreciation of what some of these our wool growers are going through. Um, all I know is that I feel very concerned, and um, I I really feel for you. But I, I, it's it's beyond my understanding what you're going through. I'm I'm really sorry for people. What key messages can we offer to livestock producers that have been hit by bushfires? Well, what we did experience on the mid north coast was just continually people saying to us um, fire grounds are not safe places so your own safety and that of your family is the priority of course and we keep hearing that the advice from authorities on that Um, but the other thing that I'm aware of is that there's a lot of authority help so um, you need to get people to assess your situation as soon as possible you need to get authorised vets there as soon as possible but if you're waiting for that um, just assess yourself. What fencing have I got? How, what do I need to, to be able to treat animals or feed animals or make, keep animals safe in terms of fencing areas? Um, what do I need? What food do I need? What do, do I need hay? Do I need grain? What do I need and how am I going to feed it out? What water, water do I need? Is it safe? Is my water source safe? Is what I'm carrying water in safe? Because these contaminants kill. So you ask for help contact the authorities and if or if you don't have phone lines get someone else to contact them or go down to town and get talk to them but you keep asking and asking and asking don't be silent in this you need help you need professional help um yes some obviously some stock will need euthanizing but a, a vet experienced with with burns will be unemotional when it comes to putting down your stock because it's just surprising how bad the welfare implications can be. When you just look at a burn, it's, off, it's often much worse than you think and the, it's just not worth the, the, um, the treatment. So you need that detached person, experienced person making a decision on euthanising stock. And the other thing is um, OSVET plans, which we all know are there for disease control, um, they've got really good guidelines for the authorities to choose the best disposal places as well. So that's the other thing. You need expert advice. Great advice there, Jane. Delving a little bit more into the feed, what feed requirements should we touch on? Obviously, stock are highly stressed. How can we go about um, introducing feed to them and making sure that they're getting their nutrient requirements? Well, I suppose there's two points there. If you have got an understanding of stock, you'll know that they'll be absolutely freaked out. They'll Everything will smell different. Things won't look familiar. So minimal handling is the first thing. But in terms of feeding, they'll either be off feed for several days 
Um, and roughage is always good, but introducing new feed is always a problem. It upsets rumens and, and intestines. So roughage is always a good plan, regardless of, of fire or not, and small amounts of feed introduced slowly is another good plan. So you're going to have to put your, your faith in, in these feed supplies. You know, they're coming in, it's emergency aid, and but you're going to have to put your faith that they are high quality. But, you know, have a look, have a smell, have a look at it. Um, in an ideal situation, you'd have every feed you had brought in tested. I can't see that happening, but use your senses. You, you know, most stockmen will look and really smell their feed. And also in terms of keeping your animals in a safe place, how do you know if it's going to be safe to keep your stock there and when to move them to somewhere else? Well, every, every, I'm living on, on the fire, the fires near me, yep, and the Met Eye from the Bureau. I, I constantly, sorry, when I'm supposed to be work, not working, but, yeah, you, and growers do this. You know, they're always on these apps. So um, it's and, – and you can't always rely on the radio because the power goes down, and so it's just difficult. But um, you get information – and obviously trees, everyone knows this, trees will fall down when they're burnt. Um, you know, prevailing wind direction, all these sorts of things. But, um, you know, temporary yards are good. It's just, it's really common sense. But sometimes it just needs someone else or maybe a document you read or an expert you're talking to just to remind you that, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. So um, if you've got phone connection, get on the blower, ask for help. Um, or you know, get a relative to go into town and talk to somebody. On that note as well, if you have lost infrastructure, there are obviously free shearing shed designs available on wool.com to assist you rebuild should you need it. Jane, Australian biodiversity and native wildlife have also taken significant hits this bushfire season. What can producers or anyone on the land do to help native species and preserve biodiversity in these affected areas? Well, anything, anything you're doing for water and feed for your stock are obviously going to help um, our herbivores, our native herbivores. There are um, people that will, um, and vets and, and organisations that do look after injured animals, but again, it's so easy to underestimate the what looks like just a superficial burn. It's They can be really deep and um, there's going to be a lot of wildlife suffering and I suppose if as a, as a producer and a farmer and you're, you're walking around looking, you know, don't just leave an animal suffering. And, and it's, um, it's going to be horrible. It's just, you just, I can just see people standing in their paddocks just looking out, just shaking their head. And um, it will rain and rain comes with, brings grass and that's, it, the, and that and the community support and knowing that everybody is thinking about supporting you and our thoughts are with everybody is going to make a difference. It will rain and everybody supports you. Just to reiterate, if you have been affected by the bushfires, please get assistance from your state government authorities ASAP. Call the hotlines and keep telling them until you get the support you need. You can find a list of all state recovery assistance service contact information online at wool.com forward slash bushfires, along with emergency livestock safety procedures during bushfires. 
And please remember that the bushfire season is not over. Have your bushfire survival plan ready for you, your family and your property to make sure you're as prepared as possible. And there are also so many great places to donate to for bushfire relief, including the New South Wales RFS, the Country Fire Authority, Wires Wildlife Rescue, the Australian Red Cross and so many others. Our thoughts and prayers go out to all of those who have been affected by these fires and we thank all volunteers for their endless efforts in controlling the blazes. Jane, thank you for your advice and thanks for being on The Yarn today. It's just a very sad time, but we'll all get through it.